Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Zegler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. We've all heard of the four-letter word. Oh, wait. Not that four-letter word. The one that we all have, but seldom do we ever want to say. That four-letter word is fear. Fear is a four-letter word that that we all um, experience, we all have, but very few times do we share that or talk about that with anybody because we feel like sometimes if we speak those fears that those fears come true. But today, you know, we're not gonna talk about the four-letter word day because if you look, um, I've done a a show over the four-letter word and how it affects your life. And so you can go back and and listen to that, all about the four-letter word, fear. But today we're going to talk about a three-letter word, a three-letter word that affects absolutely everything in our lives. It affects everything in our life, but yet this three-letter word we have complete control over, complete control over this three-letter word. The three-letter word, and it's the most powerful three-letter word there is. It's Y-O-U. It's you. That is the most powerful three-letter word we have. How, how do you affect everything in your life? Well, let's think about it. We have our thoughts. We think about things. And those thoughts that come into our mind, sometimes they might just pop into our mind randomly. Um, you know, isn't it funny? Sometimes at night, uh, we might be sleeping, we might wake up, um, and a thought might pop into our mind. And isn't it sometimes that, and it could be, you know, what kind of cereal am I going to have for breakfast? And that thought pops into our mind, and it's like the most important thought there ever was. Like, I mean, it almost keeps you from sleeping because you're thinking about this thought. And when you wake up, you think in the morning, that is the goofiest thought. Why would I thought that? And why would I have thought that 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 thing that I thought of was the most important thing in the world at that moment? But for some reason, the middle of the night, what kind of cereal we're going to have for breakfast was the absolutely most important thought we've ever had. Like, I mean, we couldn't do anything until we solved that thought. And, you know, and we can't control necessarily the thoughts we, that pop into our mind. But we can control what we do with those thoughts. So you control those thoughts. You control, am I just going to uh, get rid of it? Now, that's, it, it doesn't matter what kind of cereal I have until the morning. I'll wake up in the morning and I'll decide that. So it popped in. But boom, you got rid of it. 
And sometimes we have those thoughts, they come in, and we're responsible for those, those thoughts because we uh, marinate them in our mind. We marinate them around. We, we think about them. We think, oh, what if this? What if that? Um, we play all the scenarios out. We um, have the whole dialogue in our mind, whether it's with somebody, what is something we're going to do. Uh, I mean, we just, this whole thought process goes through our mind, and, and we entertain it, and we work through it, and you control that. You control whether you get rid of that thought or you keep that thought and you rumble it around, you add to it. And when we don't get rid of that thought and we keep it, then it moves on to you control your emotions. Because as that thought ruminates around, we start to get emotional things attached to it. We start getting some happiness attached to it. We start getting some joy attached to it. We start getting some sadness attached to it. We start getting some anger attached to it. We start getting some laughter attached to it. We start getting things attached. We start getting our emotions attached to that thought that's going around. And again, we control the thought. You control the thought. You control the emotion because when you control the emotion, what those thoughts that are going around in our mind, in your mind, you start deciding, is that going to make me happy, sad, angry? What emotion do I want to attach to that? Um, I mentioned it numerous times, the election, a presidential election, um, really any election, you have people that are happy about the turnout. You have people that are unhappy about the turnout. Why is that? The same thing happened. So why are there two different viewpoints? Why are there some people happy, some people unhappy? It's simply because it's their response. It's their emotional response to that outcome. They decide if the, if this person wins, I'm going to be happy. If this person loses, I'm going to be unhappy. And it's just the same as if this person wins, I'm going to be angry. If this person wins, I'm not going to be angry. So it, it, it's that emotion that we, that we attach to that thought. We control the decision about what emotion we're going to attach. Why do some people think something's funny and other people think it's dumb? You know, we've, we've um, watched comedians. Some people laugh, some people don't at that comedian at that joke. It's because we've attached to uh, um, an emotion to it of, I like that. That's going to make me laugh. Or we tie the emotion to it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Where did he come up with that? Where did she come up with that? I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to laugh at that. So you affect your thought, whether you're going to get it out, you're going to keep it in, you're going to rumble it around a little bit. And if it's, it's rumbling around a little bit, now you are going to attach an emotion to it. What emotion do you want to attach to that? And whatever emotion that we attach to it, it's going to have um, an action. It's going to have a behavior. So you get to decide that behavior. Now, it, it's all um, predicated on the emotion. You know, I decide I'm going to be sad, so the action will be I'm going to cry. 
the emotion might be I'm going to be happy. The action might be I'm going to laugh. The emotion might be I'm going to be angry. The action, the behavior might be I'm going to throw some things. I'm going to holler. So, it, and it really starts at the thought, at your thought. Because your thought controls your emotion. You choose the emotion. And the emotion you choose is going to come out in the action. Now, you say, well, did I choose the action? Well, you did because it, let's, you, you decided I'm, I'm mad. So now you got to choose the action. Am I going to throw something? Am I going to holler? Am I going to be so mad that I'm not going to say anything? Am I going to be so mad that I cry? Am I going to be so mad that I just swell up, you know, we call it swell up like a, a toad frog. And just, if you haven't seen a toad frog and you're watching this on YouTube, it, you know, your whole face just kind of, and you know, air in your cheeks and just kind of your whole head, is, you know, swelling up like a toad frog. So getting mad, getting angry can have several different reactions, behaviors. But you respond, you, you get to choose how that, um, how that works. What is going to come out as a result of the emotion? The emotion is a result of the thought. Now, who has control over those? Who has control over that thought, that emotion, and the action? Yeah, those things you have 100% control over 100%, 100%. Sure, people can tell us, um, the news media tries every day to tell us what to think, to try to persuade us into a thought. But we have complete control over, do we want to think about that? Or you think, I don't like that. That makes me sad. That makes me angry. And we go click and we turn off the news. So you had the, the uh, control over the thought. The, the news media is coming in. I don't like that. The emotion says, that makes me kind of sad about the news. The action is click. You, I, have complete control over you. You control you. No one else controls that. No one, no one can take a, a, your thought out of your mind and rearrange it and put it back in your brain. My dad was an English teacher in high school and, and uh, college for a lot of years, a lot of years, 20, 25 years. Um, my, you know, side note, my dad is, is one of the reasons I went back to college. My dad didn't get his degree until he was in his 40s. I did the same. Um, but it inspired me, encouraged me to, to go back to get it done because I saw what he did. Um, then he had a, a lengthy career in, in teaching, um, college, high school. We taught English. And so students would write papers. And that was back in the day when you have a red grading pen. And, you know, I'd watch my dad grade papers, um, whether it was in his office or the dining room table. And he'd mark them up and he'd have arrows and cross a uh, word out and put in another word, all of his red. And, you know, the students could get that paper back and they could see, oh, if I rearrange this sentence, if I rearrange this paragraph, it would be better. My uh, paper would be better. 
But nobody can do that with our thoughts. No one can take out our four or five sentence thought. They can't take out our one sentence thought and rearrange it to make it suitable, maybe to them, make it better, whatever it is. They can't do that. You know, me looking at you, me talking right now, you, you can't tell what else I'm thinking about. I may be thinking about a hundred other things. I may be thinking about when I get home this afternoon, what things I need to do, what I need to still do in my business, what I have going on after this, um, after I record this, this episode. Um, I might be looking behind the camera and think, oh, this needs to be cleaned. That's a mess. But you can't tell that. You can't see, you know, I don't have a little um, teleprompter across my forehead that says, Aaron is thinking, blah, 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 blah. So nobody can take that from you. No one can take those thoughts from you. Now, they can definitely try to, just as the news media does, and people sometimes, they try to persuade our thoughts to think in a certain way. But it boils down to we have 100% control over our thoughts. We allow those thoughts to be persuaded. We allow those thoughts to be changed. Now, are thoughts being changed a bad thing? Not at all. Sometimes we need to, to be successful. Sometimes we need some thought change. We need to start thinking a different way. We need to maybe start thinking a little bit deeper. We need to have some different thoughts. So changing those thoughts are not always a bad thing. But sometimes we do have those that, that might want to change our thoughts that are not good for us. So we have control over those. We have control over those thoughts and, and then we realize, I have control over my emotions and if I have control over my thoughts, my emotions, I have complete control over my actions, my behavior as a result of thoughts and emotions. So if you have the power, if you have the power of the most powerful three-letter word, Y-O-U, you have the power to change your life. The most powerful word in the world is you. We can, we can, and we do, oh, we do so many times. We, we say it's this person's fault. It's this job's fault. It's the economy's fault. It's the president's fault. It's the owner of the company's fault. It's my coworker's fault. It's my spouse's fault. It's my sibling's fault. It's my parents' fault fault. Everybody, we can pick all those things that are at fault. And yes, there may be some truth to that. There may be some issues there. But you still have the power to change your life because you have the power to decide how you're going to have a thought towards that thing that you say caused a fault. You have the power to decide the emotion that you're going to attach to that thought. Then you have the power of the action or the behavior that comes from that. Now, is that, it, it, am I saying that, that by having a different thought, you're going to change that um, experience or that thing in your life that at this moment is not going right, is not going well? No, it won't change at that moment. But as you start to realize you have power for your thought, you have power for your emotion, that's going to create 
a different action. A sad thought is going to result in a different action than a happy thought. So if you think about it, if you keep having those thoughts that are sad, your actions are going to, you become um, depressed and cry and, and it just becomes kind of a yucky life. But what if we start having those thoughts about, well, this makes me happy, I'm going to do this. And you start doing those things that make you a little bit more happy, bring you a little bit more joy in your life. It start bringing you some, some real uh, feelings of success and growth. You're going to start going more and more towards those things. You're going to start getting away from those things that make you sad. So as you can see, you have a one degree change. But when you look a year down the road, that one degree makes all the difference because that one degree becomes 10 degrees, becomes 20 degrees, becomes 30 degrees. Now you're way off from the direction you were heading. By just one degree little thoughts, you can call it a one degree thought, changes a one degree emotion, which changes a one degree action, one degree behavior. All started because you believe that you have power to change your life. And those one degrees will add up and they will compound over your life and you can have a completely different life by taking those one degrees. But it all starts with owning that you are the most powerful person there is. Because you control your thoughts, you control your emotions, you control your actions, your behaviors. You are the most powerful person in the world and you hold all the power to change your life. And I'd love to help and connect, um, connect with you to help, help sort that out and show you just how powerful you are. We can connect. You can go to my website, AaronDegler.com. There's ways to connect um, through my free uh, texting community, my, my weekly email uh, that I send out um, on my different coaching programs. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to be able to help uncover the power that you have, that it, the power that is within you to change your life. Thanks for taking a little time and visiting with me today. And as I tell my wife Kim every night before I go to bed, it's bomb of the night, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.